0: You are listening to Victory Alabang Podcast, week 3 of our proof series. Learn more about the relationship between hard work and God's grace in this message by Pastor Jonathan Ramirez. Ngayon pong araw na ito, magpapatiluho tayo sa ating uh, pag-aaral sa salita ng Panginoon about our series, Proof. Okay, Kompleto ang biyaya ng Panginoon. Ibig sabihin, kung talagang pag-aaralan ho natin, ibig sabihin ng grace of God, napakalawa ko talaga at kulang ho yung apat na linggo para itong ating pag pagaralan dahil sa lahat ng area at bahagi ng buhay natin, laging mayroong biyaya ang Panginoon. At ngayong araw na to isang panibagong pagtalakay sa biyaya ng Panginoon na makikita natin na si Lord pala, yung kanyang biyaya is also at work even in our respective job, in our businesses, in our field of endeavor. Now I just want to show you this picture, okay? Ang title po na ilagay sa Philippine Daily Inquirer, Half of unemployed Filipinos not looking for work survey shows. Okay, basahin po natin bakit kaya kalahati daw ng mga walang trabaho ay hindi naghahanap ng trabaho. Okay. Is one tamad still around? Alam niyo naman siguro yung one tamad, di ba? na uh, sa panahong ng Kastila, eh, yung kultura na yan eh, ay Pero ako okay, yung naniniwala, sa totoo lang, by the grace of God, ang mga Pilipino hindi tamad. Ang mga Pilipino masipag. Yes. A little more than half of the 2.8 unemployed Filipinos in the country last year were not looking for work at the time the survey was made according to the Bureau of Labor and Employment Statistics or BLESS. In its latest Labor Force survey, the bureau said 50.7 of the 2.814 million unemployed Filipinos in 2011 did not try to get employment for various reasons. Bakit kaya ayaw humingi kumuha man ng trabaho? Okay, those who believe that no work is available 28.4%. Wala raw dinagala man trabaho dahil wala raw trabahong mahanap. Okay. Yung nagaantay sa resulta nung kanilang previous job application is 27.3%. At yung nagaantay for rehire or job recall, dahil alam nyo, diba uso, yung bago pa mag 6 months, terminate na, ba 6 months, 6 months lang. Okay? Yung mga nagaantay for rehire, job recall, 29.2%. Mostly comprise the 1.428 million who did not look for work. Now, Nakalungkot na makita natin na ang dami sa mga Pilipino ayo maghanap ng trabaho. It is because of the kind of mindset that they have. Yung baka ayo maghanap ng trabaho, total wala naman daw hahanapin na trabaho. Okay? O yung iba, nag-aantay na lang ng panibagong uh, pagtawag sa kanila do sa kanilang previous job na uh, pinagtrabahuhan. no longer looking for another option where they can be even more productive than before. So, marami pong rason kung bakit hindi naghahanap ng trabaho. But, let me tell you this. Ako'y naniniwala, katulad na sinabi ko sa inyo kanina, katulog bagabat sinasabi rito is, parang may wang tamad, pero ako naniniwala na ang mga Pilipino ay likas ng mga masisipag. Tas nga kami ng mga masisipag, Basta hindi ako ng kamay, tinatamad ako eh. <laughs> Pero masipag din ako, tinatamad nga lang ako magtaas ng kamay. Okay. So, ako po ng ang aking paniniwala at alam ko, okay, yung identity natin kay Christ as a Filipino people, tayo ay mga masisipag. Bakit kanyo? Eh, sinong may pinakamaraming overseas Filipino worker? Uh, Pilip- sino may pinakamaraming overseas workers sa ibang bansa? Pilipino, kahit sa kamagputa, kahit nga sa Alaska yata, ay may Filipino Pilipino eh. 'Di ba? Kaya nga, 'yung ni-redeem ni Lord yung purpose na 'yon, naging missionaris ang mga Pilipino all over the world. Bakit? Kasi kahit saan, mayroong Pilipino. Okay? So kaya ko naniniwala ang mga Pilipino tinawag ng Diyos para maging mga masisipag. Tama? Tas nga kami nang mga masisipag. Pastor, ako rin, dinatamad lang ako magtaas ng kamay. <laughs> Okay. Now, posible ba na kahit sa kawalan ng opportunity, maaaring kulang ang trabaho? Hindi naman sa walang trabaho, kundi kulang ang trabaho, kulang opportunity, o hindi magmatch yung kakayanan mo doon sa available na trabaho. Pero posible ba na maging productive tayo sa mga trabaho natin? Ako'y naniniwala. Baga mat- ang tanong natin is how could we live productive lives? Ako'y naniniwala, pwede tayo maging productive. The question is, how could we live productive lives? Now, dito po natin makikita kung saan papasok yung grace sa buhay natin para tayo ay magkaroon ng productive lives. Amen? So, so, so ngayon ka-third week, pag-usapan po natin is extreme productivity. Tumayo po tayo lahat. Pasahin po natin dito po sa my 1 Corinthians chapter 15. beginning verse 9 up to 10. Ito pong sabi ng salita ng Panginoon. For I am the least of the apostles and do not even deserve to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am and His grace to me was not without effect. No, I work harder than all of them. Yet not I, but the grace of God that was with me. Manalangin langin tayong lahat. Panginoon, hinihiling po namin ng yung paggabay sa oras na ito. Hinihiling po namin na maunawaan namin ng iyong mga salita, ma-apply po namin ito sa aming mga sarili, lalo na sa aming mga pagtatrabaho. At tinaangkin po namin na pangalan ni Jesus ang taas lang sa aming kalagitnaan. Sa pangalan ni Jesus. Amen, amen. Makaupo tayong lahat. Okay. Now, dito po sa ating pag-aralan, ito po ay makikita ninyong sinabi ni Pablo sa mga taga Korinto, okay? Do sa verse na sabi niya, for I am the least of the apostles; I, for I am the least of the apostles, and do not even deserve to be called an apostle." Now, sa pagpipresent niya ng kanyang sarili dito, he was looking at the lens of God's grace. Kasi kung tutusin, si Paul, lagi ko nang nababanggit, is the greatest apostle in the New Testament. Tama? Okay. Siya'y pinakadakilang apostol, okay, sa New Testament. At napakarami niyang mga church plant na ginawa sa iba't ibang dako ng daigdig. Pero ang sabi rito, the way he presented himself, For I am the least of the apostles and do not even deserve to be called an apostle. Because Paul was looking at the lens of God's grace. Kapag natin yung ating sarili in the lens of God's grace, hindi ka magyayabang at sasabihin mo, ako ang pinakamagaling. Ako ang pinakamahusay. Ako ang pinakaproductive sa lahat. Kaya si Paul, bagamat overwhelming reality, na siya ay ang pinakadakilang apostol sa New Testament, and yet, ito yung words niya. I do not even deserve if we are to remove the grace of God in the life of Paul, talaga nga naman hong hindi siya karapat-dapat at wala sa atin kahit sino mang kara, karapat-dapat sa harapan ng Diyos kung wala ang kanyang biyaya. Amen? So, sinasabi to ni Paul because that's the heart of humility in him brought about by the outworking of God's grace in his life. Now, sabi niya because I persecuted the church of God. So, Pinapakita ni Pablo rito yung kanyang yung yung kanyang dating identity sino siya okay at sa kung sino na siya ngayon okay Now bilanggiton but by the grace of God I am what I am and his grace to me was not without effect no, yung effect ng grace sa buhay niya, hindi lamang yun sa kanyang identity, kundi doon sa kanyang ginagawa at doon sa resulta ng kanyang ginagawa. Kaya pag-uusapan po natin sa, sa oras na ito, sa mga talatang yun, titignan natin yung effect ng grace ni Lord. The effect of God's grace in us. Okay? More specifically, siyempre kay Pablo, but we see ourselves in his life. Okay? His redeemed identity, meaning his identity in Christ Jesus. Second is recognizable ability that every one of us, because we have our redeemed identity, God has given us a special ability. And resounding productivity. Ano yung ginagawa ng Panginoon sa buhay natin na tayo ay nagiging productive? Okay, let's start with redeemed identity. Now, sinabi ni Pablo, But by the grace of God, I am what I am. Yung kasalakoy, sinasabi ni Pablo yan, Alam niya kung sino na siya sa harapan ng Panginoon. Alam natin si si Pablo ay isang kabisado niya siya isang pariseo. Okay? Kabisado pag, bago ka maging pariseo, kailangan kabisado mo yung buong Pentateuch. Ano 'yon? Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Deuteronomy, nabanggit ko na ba? Numbers. Okay? Kailangan kabisado ng isang yon. At para kumakabisado yon talagang super talino ka. Tama ho ba? kayang hirap maging pare sa iyo. Now, yun si Pablo, yun yung kanyang identity. At kahit sa kabila nung kanyang kaalaman na yon because he did not have the lens of God's grace or understanding about the grace of God, yun ay masasabi kong mga kaalaman lamang, na eventually nagiging walang saisai at katunayan ay nagagamit pa nga para i-persecute niya ang Church of God. Mga kapatid, sa anumang bagay na mayroon tayo kapag inalis natin ng biyaya ng Panginoon, anumang bagay tayo ay hindi nakatutulong para ma-fulfill natin ang purpose ni Lord bagkos ay nagiging hadlang pa nga. Ito ho si Pablo, yung kanyang kaalaman, yung kanyang zealousness ay naging dahilan para maging persecutor siya ng Church Yun ho, si Pablo. Persecutor siya ng church. But you see, may redeem na identity sa kanya ang Panginoon. Okay? Now, una, he used to be an enemy of God, eventually became a child of God. Alam natin yung ni Pablo don sa Damascus. Nung siya ay naglalakbay, tumama sa kanyang isang malaking liwa, ang malakas na liwanag, at siya ay biglang nabulag. E pinakita lang ng Diyos sa kanya kung ano yung kanyang spiritual na kalagayan sa mga pagkakataon yun. That Paul was indeed spiritually blind. It just manifested on the physical. Kaya siya'y bulag. Okay? At bilang isang bulag, wala siyang magawa. Meaning, when you don't have the grace of God in you, wala ka talagang magagawa. Tama? But, you know, the rest is history. Si Pablo nakakilala sa Panginoon, restore yung kanyang sh- yung sight, and he became a child of God. Doon nagsimulang i-redeem ng Panginoon yung kanyang identity. Now, he used to be an enemy of God, he became a child of God. Lahat tayo ngayon na tumanggap sa kay Jesus Cristo ay parang katulad ni Pablo, anak na rin tayo ng Panginoon. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, anak ka ng Diyos. Okay? Parang hindi kayo kumbinsido. Ha? Anak tayo ng Panginoon. Meaning, now we have an access to God. May access tayo bilang anak, baka tatawag tayo sa Kanya ng Ama. Mahirap kasi makiki ama ka, hindi ka naman anak. Tama. Okay so na, pwede na tayo amang sa okay in Jesus name we can ask anything from God we can communicate with him we can worship him we can express who we are before God anything that we ask him because he is our God we have a relationship with him that has now become our position with God okay that's our general identity as a redeemed people of God lahat tayo rito anak ng Panginoon okay now He used to be a persecutor of the gospel, but eventually he became the servant of the gospel of Christ. Anong ibig sabihin nun? Bakit siya ganoon, naging persecutor ng church? It has something to do doon sa kanyang maling paniniwala ng akala niya ng una ay tama. Kabisado man niya ang batas, pero dahil hindi niya nakikita si Jesus doon sa kanyang binabasa, wala siyang lens of God's grace Akala niya, ang mga libro na yun ay sets of knowledge lang, sets of do's and don'ts, na kapag ka hindi nagagawa, ay ito ay kasalanan, and therefore, yung mga nangangaral patungkol kay Kristo ay kanyang inuusig. Alam nyo, yung mga binanggit ko sa inyong libro na sinulat ni Moses, ay napakaganda. At maa-appreciate mo lamang yun kung kilala mo na si Kristo sa buhay mo. Eventually, Paul realized, ah, ganun pala, yung mga sacrifices pala na inaala, it symbolizes Jesus Christ, which eventually will die on the cross of Calvary. Na kanyang ibig kong sabihin? So, yung mga leaders na nirais ng Panginoon ng Old Testament, si Abraham, si Moses, si Joshua, si David, they were all picture of Jesus Christ. You would be able to understand the gospel of the Lord pag... pag kapag binasang mo yung mga yung, wala yung grace sa isipan mo, knowledge lang yun, parang history books lang, or sets of do's and don'ts. But yung niredim siya ng Panginoon, na redeem yung identity niya, nag-iba yung kanyang pananaw, na dati kinakalaban niya yung gospel, now he started serving the purpose of the gospel. Ayan po kayo? Mahalaga po na maintindihan natin yung ibig sabihin ng redeemed identity. Halimbawa, Okay? Kung ikaw, halimbawa, magaling kang kumanta, hindi ka pa kakakilala kay Lord, yung bosses mo, for you, it's just, you are using your voice for you to earn money, for you to entertain people. Patong makakilala ka sa Panginoon, something has changed. It is no longer just about money or about entertaining people. It's about glorifying God through your voice. Amen? That's the redeemed identity that you have. Isa pong pinaka-basic example. Maaring matatawa kayo. Okay. Halimbawa, yung isang tao, chismosa. Ah, ano yung chismosa? Pupunta sa mga kapitbahay, ikukwento yung buhay ng may buhay. Okay? Nung siya ay naborn again, hin- pumupunta pa rin siya sa mga kapitbahay, pero hindi na chinechismis ang buhay ng may buhay, yung buhay na ni Kristo ang chinechismis niya. Therefore, naging evangelist siya. Yun yung tinatawag na redeemed identity. Yung bagay na ginagamit ng jablo sa buhay mo, yung talento ibinigay sa'yo ng Panginoon na ginagamit ang kaway now, ginagamit na ng Panginoon. No kanyang ibig ko sabihin. So, bawat isa sa atin, we should be able to find out what is our identity in Christ. Yes, generally we are children of God, we are worshippers of God. But God has a specific purpose or specific calling in us. Mahalaga yun, malaman mo kung sino ka para malaman mo kung ano yung bagay na pinapagawa sa'yo ng Panginoon. Dahil kung hindi mo makikilala kung sino ka kay Kristo Jesus, hindi mo malalaman kung ano yung mga bagay na pinapagawa sa'yo ng Panginoon ano yung mga bagay na meron ka kay Kristo. Hindi lang po sa na tayo ay maligtas. Meron tayo tinatawag na Saving grace. Naligtas tayo dahil sa biyaya ng there, But there is really more about the grace of God. And one of it is for us to know our identity in Christ. Alam natin siya isang sa but eventually, naging siyang apostol ng Panginoon. So madali salitan, nag-plant siya ng maraming churches. pag apostolic work, sabihin planting churches, you are proclaiming the gospel of Christ, and eventually you are establishing and you are planting churches. Sabirito sa Ephesians chapter three, verse seven to eight. I became a servant of this gospel by the gift of God's grace given me through the working of His power. Although I am less than the least of all the Lord's people, this grace was given me. Ano yung grace na yon? To preach to the Gentiles the boundaries, the boundless riches of Christ. Okay. Si Paul ang pinag uusapan natin dito. Now alam niya yung kanyang redeem identity, servant of the gospel. Dahil alam niya yung kanyang identity, a servant of the gospel, ano ang bagay na dapat niyang gawin? Sabi ro, to preach to the Gentiles the boundless riches of Christ. So with God's sovereignty, God is calling people into the ministry, although not everyone is being called into the ministry. But certainly, all of us are called to do a specific thing. Tama? Tinawag ka ng Panginoon, Hindi para lang mag-exist sa mundong ito for the sake of existence. Meron kang misyon, meron kang gagawin. As far, as, as, as Paul is concerned, sabi to preach, specific pa, to the Gentiles. Because if Peter si Peter tilawag sa mga Hudyo, si Paul tinawag siya sa mga Gentiles. The boundless riches of Christ. Ano yung boundless riches of Christ? That is the grace of God. Meaning, Kung ikaw man, kapatid, hindi ka tinawag bilang preacher, katulad ni Paul. Tinawag ka bilang isang doktor, bilang isang abogado, tinawag ka bilang isang businessman, tinawag ka bilang isang, uh, yung ginagawa mo ngayon, is factory worker ka, or whatever, you can still demonstrate the boundless riches of Christ in your life. Hindi mo iiwan si Kristo sa prayer closet mo, kasama mo siya hanggang sa ikaw ay nagtatrabaho. Gusto niyo ba pag nagtatrabaho kayo, iniiwan niyo si Lord sa bahay? You bring in the riches of Christ, meaning you bring in the grace of God in your work. Now the question is, ay yung bang wino work mo ngayon? Yung bang ginagawa mo ngayon ay yung ba yung work na binigay talaga at itinakda ng Panginoon sa buhay mo. Ako ay isang electrical engineer. Pero yung ginagawa ko ngayon, hindi ho trabaho ng electrical engineer. Tama? Malibang kung minsan-minsan nakukuryente ko kayo. Okay. Maaaring yun, yun yung pag-aaral na tinapos ko, pero hindi ako talaga tinawag na lang Panginoon dun. God, by His grace, has made use of things that I have learned there for me to think the way I think now. I became even more analytical of the way I see situation. Laging ganun ako, ginamit ng Panginoon by His grace. Kung wala yung grace ng Panginoon, walang sa yun. Hindi ko nga in-imagine yung sarili kong umahawak ng kuryente. Pero kasi, kaya ako kinuha yung kurso na yun dahil sa mga pagkakataong yun, ang tatay ko nasa Saudi, frustrated engineer ang tatay ko, pero magaling siyang mekaniko. Kaya yung kapatid ko, mechanical engineer, Pero hindi naman siya mechanical engineer, siya isang businessman ngayon. At ako isang electrical engineer, pero hindi naman ako electrical engineer na nagpa-function, kundi bilang preacher. Kinukuryente ko nga lang kayo paminsan-minsan, para magigising kayo. Okay? So, I know now, na ito ang pagkakatawag ng Dios sa buhay ko. The discovery was not instant, but it started when I have come to know Jesus Christ by His grace. So, nakakilala ka sa Panginoon, you start asking, Lord, who am I before you? Who am I in Christ Jesus? Yes, you are a child of God and there are so many privileges as a child of God. But at the same time, what is our vocational identity? Saan vocation ka, tinawag ng Panginoon para fulfill mo yung kanyang purpose? See, si Paul, it's clear. To preach to the Gentiles the boundless riches of Christ we can also demonstrate the boundless riches of Christ in your respective work. That when they see you working, alam ng tao, may confirmation na doon ka talaga sa pinaglagyan sa iyo ng Panginoon. Tama? Now, sabi ng 1 Corinthians 2 verses 3 to 5, I came to you in weakness with great fear and trembling. Kita nyo yung humility ni Paul. My message and my preaching okay, were not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power so that your faith might not rest on human wisdom but on God's power. Now, klaro na kay Pablo, klaro na kay Paul, kung sino siya, servant siya ni Lord, and at the same time, he has the apostolic calling. Ang sabi niya, the way he, he, he did his job, ito, sabi niya, my message in my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words. Now, ang tanong ko, Si Paul ba, hindi ba magaling mangaral? Bulul-bulul ba sya? Hindi. Eloquent o si Paul. Hindi ka maiging isang pariseyo kung hindi mo kayang gawin na sabihin at i-recite ng mainam ang mga kautosan ng Diyos. Matalino si Pablo. Sa kaniyang kategory, is para siyang abugado dahil yung law of the land is also the law of the law of the, the 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 book of the law is also the law of the land. Kaya parang siyang isang abogado, abogado. Ayoko sabing mambabatas. Law lawyer. Okay. Sige, parang hindi na maganda sa pandinig ngayon 'yon. Okay. Sabi na we're not with persuasive words but with a demonstration of the spirit's power. Ano ibig sabihin nung yung kanyang pangaral, yung kanyang mensahe ay indeed sa galing at kakayanan niya, kundi ayon sa kapangyarihan ni Spiritong kumikilos sa Kanya, that is again, the work of God's grace. Because when you have the grace of God, the Spirit's power will be at work in you. Amen? Kasi kung siya ay magiging manangaral, kapisado na nga batas, magaling siyang magsalita. But without the Spirit of God, wala yung grace ni Lord, wala lang ang lahat yun. Amen? Kaya nga hindi siya makapwedeng magmalaki. Kaya nga lagi, kita niya sabi niya, I came to you in weakness and with great fear and trembling. Dahil tinitignan niya ang kanyang sarili na kung wala ang biyaya ng Panginoon, wala, siya, wala naman siya talagang halaga. Walang saysay, lahat yung pinag-aralan niya. Ang sabi ni Philippians 2:13 ito sabi uli ni Paul, For it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill His good purpose. God has a good for purpose to fulfill. Okay? And He would like that to be fulfilled in you. Now, paano mangyayari yun? It is God who works in you. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, God, works God works in you. Hindi lang tayong nagtatrabaho para sa Kanya, God is working in us. He is inside us. He's working inside us. Now, mangyayari yun that God will really work inside us once we know our identity in Christ and we know what God has called us to do. Dahil pagbinigyan binigyan ka ni Lord ng assignment, hindi ka niya iiwanan. He will partner with you. Pag sinabi mo sa anak mo, anak, bumili ka ng suka, hindi mo pwedeng hindi siya bibigyan ng pera. Inutusan mo eh. It is foolishness. na mo, anak, bumili ka ng pera. Ay, bumili ka pera. Bumili ka ng suka. Pero walang pera. Babalik lang sa yun. so mo, uh, saan ang binili mo? Wala na mo kayong binigay na pera. God will not cause you to do something without His grace backing you up. God will back you up with His grace. Kaya pagka na mo kung sino ka and it is directly related to what God would allow you to do or called you to do Naroon yung grace ni Lord. He is going to work in you. Your identity in Christ determines what you are called to do. Siya, ano bang calling ko? Ano bang calling ko? Pag hindi mo alam kung sino ka kay Kristo, hindi mo malalaman kung ano yung bagay na dapat mong gawin. Okay? Malaman mo na kung sino ka kay Kristo, then you will know what God has called you to do. Now, tignan po natin your recognizable ability ibig sabihin kung tayo ay tinawag ng pinun to do something he will give us the divine ability tama yung kakayanan na meron ka ano yun now sabi ron by the but by the grace of god i am what i am and his grace to me was not without effect i know i work harder than all of them okay i work ano yung work ni paul to preach the gospel to the Gentiles. Okay? I work harder. Paano siya mag-work? Harder. Ang ibig sabihin, ibinibigay niya yung kanyang best doon sa kanyang work dahil alam niya, yung pagbibigay niya ng best, ibinibigay niya yung best niya kay God. It's not about himself, it's not about the people that he served, it's about God himself. Because God called him to do that. Amen? Now, sabi ng Colossians 1.29, sa I B version, That's why I work and struggle so hard depending on Christ's mighty power that works within me. Nakabatay daw sa kapangyarihang kumikilos sa buhay ni Pablo. Kasi katuwing nangangaral si Paul ng salita ng Panginoon, nararanasan niya yung mighty power of God. Bakit? Kasi nga tinawag siya ni Lord don. Kung may ibang ginagawa si Paul, okay, na hindi naman yun ang pinapagawa sa Kanya ng Panginoon. Do you think the mighty power of God will be at work? God's mighty power will not be at work if you are doing something that has nothing to do with what God has called you to do. Amen? We have a specific vocational identity before God. Tingnan natin yung isang translation of dito sa may amplify as the message bible. That's why I'm working so hard at day after day, year after year, doing my best with the energy God so generously gives me. Ewan ko kung nasubukan ho ninyong magtrabaho na nagtatrabaho kayo, physically malakas naman kayo pero parang wala kayong energy siguro hindi kayo nagmamilo. <laughs> Walang gana, yo, Wala kang gana magtrabaho. Malakas ka naman physically, pero wala kang magtrabaho. Walang energy. And of course, hindi mo magagawa yung best mo kung wala kang ganang magtrabaho. Tama? Kahit anong gawin mo, wala kang ganang magtrabaho, hindi mo maibibigay yung best mo. Kaya nga, Kapag ka ikaw ay binigyan ng work ni Lord, i-enjoyin mo yung work niya sigurado magkakaroon ka ng gana. Kasi kung walang gana ka sa trabaho mo, baka hindi yun talaga yung pinapagawa ni Lord sa'yo. Naligaw ka lang don. Parang isa sa mga dinaanan mo, maaring naligaw ka doon kanapunta. napunta. And now, you need greater grace from the Lord for you to be out of that and be in the work that God has called you to do. Alam ninyo, alam niyo na naman yung testimony ko, eh, hindi ba? Akoy dating bulol. Nung bata ako, bulol ako. Lagi akong tahimik, 'di ako makakausap. Ayoko lang ayoko ng maraming tao. Dahil ayoko ng may kausap. Gusto ko nang nag-iisa lang ako. At mahihiyahin 'o ako. Obvious, ba? But you see me now preaching the word of God. You see me now talking to so many people. You see me now praying for so many people. First, God has redeemed my identity and God has called me to preach the Word of God. And I have the energy every Sunday to preach. I have the energy to pray for people. I have the energy to intercede. I have the energy to communicate, to counsel people. Why? Because masaya ko, hindi, hindi ko pinapalagay na trabaho ko Masaya ako sa ginagawa ko. At ang tawag doon is, enabling grace. Alam mo kung bakit? Kasi hindi ko naman kayang magsalita in front of so many people. Katunayan, ng elementary ako, tsating ako yung mag-memorize ng current events. Yung so, isang mga kaedad ko. May current events na minememorize sa social studies pa noon. Subject. Wala na social studies ngayon eh. Meron pa ba? Oh, meron rin daw, meron maaaring wala. Okay. Oh, yung pa sa panahon ko meron. May memorize ng yung current events, i re ko ngayon. Memorize na-memorize ko. Pag, dahil sa nginig ko, takot ko, Paggarap ko sa, sa harapan ng mga tao, nakatingin na lang ako na namumutla. Dahil lahat ng menemorize ko, nalimutan ko. <laughs> kaya napapagalitan ako ng teacher ko. Sa sobrang nervous ko pag ako'y sa harapan ng mga tao. That is why, that's what you call enabling grace. Yung hindi ko kaya, nagawa kong kaya, dahil tinawa ko ng pinon para gawin yun. Of course, hindi naman magic yon. God has prepared me. Amen? Katunayad, sabi ko nga sa inyo, yung preaching ko, natulak lang ako eh. But I was able to see the enabling grace of God. Same thing with you. Hindi biglaan yan, eventually makikita nyo yung pinagdaanan yung journey. Bakit ka kaya pinadaan ng Panginoon doon? Makikita mo, may isang direction pala. You just have to be sensitive and ask the Lord, Lord, why is it that I have learned this, but I went to this school, and eventually may mga dinevelop ka sa buhay ko na ngayon nagagawa ko ito. You have to ask yourself, dahil binigyan ka ng banal na ng Panginoon, wala tinawag ang Panginoon para maging tamad. walang tinawag ang Panginoon para maging unproductive lahat tayo tinawag ng Diyos para maging productive. Katunayan, do palang maungusapan panahon ni ebat at Adan, tinuruan ako tayo para maging productive worker. Si eba si Adan, binigyan sila ng trabaho ng Panginoon to cultivate the land. Pinagkatiwala sa kaling garden for them to work, to have a productive work. patong makapasok ang kasalanan, pumasok yung curse. Kaya yung work naging toiling. With pain and weariness. Now, when you start functioning in your God-given ability, there will be joy, inspiration, strength, and fruitfulness. Tingnan niyo yung apat na yung sabihin na joy. Inspiration, strength, fruitfulness. O, makinig kayong mabuti. Sino rito yung mga career person? Taas ang kamay. Konti na lang. At nawawala kayo. Okay. There will be joy. Pag ginagawa mo yung isang bagay na yon, na tinawag ka ng Panginoon para gawin masaya ka, ang tanong doon, sa trabaho mo ba ngayon masaya ka? Sigurado kayo? Oh. Okay. Yung yes yung yes. Yung no, hindi na maka-yes yun. Okay. Inspirado ka ba sa ginagawa mo at nai-inspire mo ba yung iba? Now, kung sinasara tinawag ako ni Lord the singer, sa tuwing kumakanta ka, hindi na ta' inspire yung tao na bubuisit. Ang tanong doon, nagpo ka ba ng inspiration at ikaw ba, inspired ka ba sa sarili mo? Okay? blessed ba yung mga tao? Pangatlo, strength. Is that really your strength? Pagka ginagawa mo, yung isang bagay, sandaling oras mo lang ginagawa, samantalang it would take so many time for others. Nakita nyo, di ba, yung mga estudyante yung magaling sa math? Misan, pala absent pa sa klase. Pagka magi exam Isang oras, isang 30 minutes lang, tapos na sila. Samantalang ikaw, long overtime na, kung hindi ka ba? <laughs> diba? put na yung kilay mo. Sa kaaral ng math, paglabas ng resulta, tap na, sirsya, kulelat. Okay? Now, strength meaning, yung kaya mong gawing simple, sa iba, sila. Is that your strength? And do you experience the strength of God in that? pang-apat yung fruitfulness fruitful ka ba doon sa ginagawa mo na bibless ba yung tawa? wow galing nobody can do that other than you may may bunga okay so yung yung ginagawa mo ba may bunga o puro hilaw yung bunga puro masim. okay walang natatamisan doon sa bunga ng ginagawa mo these are all somehow practical tests for you to find out because lahat ng ito galing sa Panginoon. The joy, the inspiration, the strength and fruitfulness also come from God. It is a product of God's grace in us. So malaman mo kung nasan yung grace, nasa yung favor, doon ka nilagay ng Panginoon. Nasubukan mo ba ang ikaw ay pumasok sa, limbawa, sa isang opisina, na simula nang pumasok ka, puro intriga na lang ang mo. Walang favor, parang bang lahat ng gawin mo puro mali, puro palpak, baka hindi ka rin dinala ng Panginoon. Because all I know, there must be grace, there must be favor from God kapag ka ikaw ay inilagay ng Panginoon sa isang kumpanya. Sa akin ho, yun ang determining factor ko. Kapag ako ay nilagay ng Lord sa isang opisina, pag ako ay naging productive, pag ako ay masaya, pagka alam kong May rewarding yung ginagawa ko. May favor ako from the boss. Favor. Alam ko, diyo ako nilagay ng payunong. Pero pagkawala wala na yung favor, that's a determining factor. Pwami, dapat ko na umalis. Okay? Hindi ko sinasabing walang problema. May problema. Pero, still, ando yung grace ni Lord to sustain you. Wala akong trabaho, walang problema. Amen? Kung wala kang problema makita sa trabaho, isa lang ibig sabihin yan. Ikaw ang problema. <laughs> Dahil walang trabaho, walang problema. Now, so when you start functioning, knowing your identity, if now you know your identity, then you will know what God has called you to do. And when you are already doing it, then God is going to bless the works of your hands. So meron tinatawag na productivity. Ang sabi po ng verse again, Yet not I, but the grace of God that was with me. Yung grace ni Lord na nasa akin, ang nagrigiging dahilan kung bakit productive yung bagay na ginagawa ko o yung bagay na ginagawa mo. And same thing with the life of Paul. Si Lord yung nagpapalago. Okay? Yung mga bagay, yung mga pla- church na tinanim ni Paul, pag iniwanan niya, kusang lumalago. Na, sa pumagitan ng gift na binigay ni Lord niya, na-identify niya sino yung mga tamang tao na dapat maiwan at magpastor ng church na kanyang pinaplan. Nag-train siya ng mga leaders, pero si Lord nang sumasama siya, mararamdaman niya yung partnership niya sa buhay niya. Now, I'm saying this not because Paul, alam natin si Paul tinawag sa yung specific calling, but you are not Paul, I am not Paul. We have our own vocational calling before God. But still, the principle remains the same. Na kapag ikaw ay nagtatrabaho, makikita mo yung biyaya ng painon. there will be fruitfulness and productivity. As sabi ng Titus 3.14, our people must learn to devote themselves to doing what is good in order that they may provide for daily necessities and not live unproductive lives. Living unproductive lives is not God's will. Now, tignan natin yung Amplified Translation Bible. Ito ang ganda. Let our own people learn, really learn to apply themselves to good deeds. And that good deeds ref- refers to Honest labor and honorable employment. So they may be able to meet necessary demands whenever the occasion may require and not be living idle and uncultivated and unfruitful lives. So ang sinasabi po rito ng Panginoon is we are called to be productive on the area where God has called us. Kaya nga, nagkakaib, nagiging iba yung pananaw mo ngayon sa trabaho. Because it's no longer just about money, because God anyway can provide money and use your job to provide you money, but it's not just about money, it's about God Himself. And when you are doing your work, God is rewarding you. And when you are doing your work, that may just be another preparation for you to do another work in line with that work. Pinai-prepare ka lang para patata pataas, hindi pa bagsak. Okay? Now, ano bang picture ng isang resounding productivity? Pag nakikita mo sa trabaho mo, what is the picture? Okay? You will see full, that you're in your work, you'll see the full that it is full of glory and excellence of God. Makikita mo yung glory ni Lord dun sa trabaho. makita mo yung excellence. You bring in excellence into your work. Tira-tira ba yung nakikita dun sa trabaho mo? O nakikita nila, wow, this is the best. <laughs> do you see fruitfulness and rewards of what you do? And number three, do you feel fulfilled and satisfied? May fulfillment and satisfaction kapag ka ginagawa mo yung isang bagay na ginagawa mo. Honestly, pagkatapos ko ng preaching ko dito, doon ko mararamdaman yung pagod. preach ako ng one, preach ako ngayon, pagkatapos ko nito, mararamdaman ko yung pagod. Totoo, napapagod ako physically, pero masaya ang puso ko. Why? Because I know that I have done my part. Kahit yung iba sa inyo, medyo natulog. Masaya pa rin ako. At least, napatulog ko kayo. Baka hindi kayo natutulog na eh. At isa po, magitan ko, na, nakatulong ako sa inyo. Gumaling yung inyong... May sakit na hindi nakakatulog. Ano ba yun? Insomnia o, di gumaling kayo. Okay. So, merong fulfillment and satisfaction. Masaya ako doon sa ginago. Yes, physically pagod ako, pero masaya ako. May fulfillment and satisfaction sa puso ko eh. Now, ang tanong ko, with the work that you have now, do you find fulfillment and satisfaction? O hindi kami makasagot yung iba dahil, Pastor, wala akong trabaho ngayon. <laughs> but I believe God will provide you with the work. The grace of God is available for you. At huwag kayong mag-alala, if you just keep on believing on God and avail the grace that's in Christ Jesus, God will give you the work that you need. Amen? Na ano naman yung itsura ng isang unproductive na trabaho? Pag nakita mo yung unproductivity sa trabaho mo, ano yung itsura nun? There's idleness or laziness. Ano ibig sabihin nun? Zero productivity. Eh, eh. Diba? Parang si Juan Tamad na bumagsak yung bayabas ang sa kinainan ng ibon. Okay? Toiling. Less productive, but more work. There's weariness and pain in your work. Less productive. Yung workaholic, so many works, but you are not going anywhere, and you are sacrificing your family and your health and other things, even your relationship with God. Maharin yung iba akala na they become more productive pagka workaholic sila. But you know what? Pag sinabing workaholic, ito yung trabaho ng trabaho, pero naisasakripisyo yung kalusugan, na naisasakripisyo yung pamilya niya, naisasakripisyo yung kanyang pagpunta sa church. Anong ending? Kapag marami siyang kinita, lahat ng kinita niya, pambibili niya ng gamot at pang-aabail ng doktor. O kaya bibili ng regalo sa asawa dahil nag-away sila dahil wala ng panahon sa kanya. See? There's nothing wrong about the work. It will serve the purpose of God. However, if, if we set aside greater priorities in our lives for the sake of work, magkakaroon tayo ng problema. And lastly, mediocrity. Average. Hindi mo maki- hindi makita yung, hindi, mo, hindi may bigay yung best mode sa ginagawa mo. Mediocre means Average. Yan po, pag, yung, yung ibig sabihin ng unproductivity sa so work. And so, alam nyo, alam nyo ba na kung kayo binabayaran kayo ng mga employer ninyo, binabayaran kayo and they are expecting a, a, a best work from you. Tama? Hindi ka binabayaran para gumawa ka ng average work. Hinahinire ka because they know you are the best person who can provide them with that kind of service that you are giving them. But if your work is just average, that's mediocrity. Magtanong ka, yung grace ba ni Lord nasa akin sa work ko na ito? Baka hindi ito yung work na binigay sa akin ni Lord. O maybe it has just something to do with my attitude. Baka hindi renewed yung attitude mo. You need the grace of God to transform your character. Lahat po ang tayo ay mayroong pagkakatawag sa Diyos. Una, lahat tayo mga anak ng Diyos. We have access before God. Pangalawa, we have a specific calling we have a vocational identity before God. Once we discover that, then we will know what to do. What God has called us to do. And once we know what we are called to do, then there will be grace there. There will be energy. There will be strength from God. There will be grace so we can be productive with our work. sabihin Pastor, paano mangyayari The grace of God is available. Christ did it Himself. Said John 17, where I have brought you glory on earth by finishing the work you gave me to do. What is the work of Jesus? Hindi nyo kaya yung work ni Jesus. He went around doing good, preaching the gospel, preaching the kingdom of God, and healing every sickness and disease. For God was with him, and he died on the cross of Calvary. He rose again from the dead and provided us with our salvation. Christ did. His best with the Spirit's power that's in Him. And therefore, He worked well, He worked excellently, and He brought glory to the Father. Mga kapatid, it is God's will for you to work with the work that God has called you to do. And when you do it with productivity, you will give glory to the Father. Amen. <laughs> Grace is upon those who work in line with God's purpose in their lives. We hope you were inspired by that message. Learn more practical insights on such essential biblical truths by joining the Victory Group today. Inquire at the Concierge or in our website at www.victorialabang.org or just drop us a line in our Facebook page at facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Thank you and stay connected.